welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. So I'm Anita Kelly, and my guest today is Jeanette Bears. Hey, Jeanette. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? Very good. I'm really happy to do this. Awesome. I'm so glad to uh, get to talk to you. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've never met, so this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, so Jeanette. You, um, I think this is like your debut novel coming out. Is that right? Yeah, this is my first novel. So, uh, it is that late city summer. Do I have that right? Yeah, that's the title of it. Okay, can you tell us about it? Yeah. Um. So, late city summer. Um. Like I just said, it's uh, my debut novel. I've been working on it for a little while. Um. It is a historical lesbian romance. Uh, it's set in the 1940s in New York City. Um, it's a second chance romance. Uh, it's set between two time periods um, when our characters are reunited in New York City after spending about four years apart from each other. Um, and it's all set around uh, the one character, um, uh, her wedding that she's having in New York City. And um, she's reconnected with um, Kate, the other character, uh, Kate and Emily are the two characters, and uh, yeah, um, it's been really fun to write, and uh, I'm excited for it. So that's so cool. That's great. So when does this come out? Uh, it comes out in September. Uh, oh, that's very soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming out very fast after a, a long wait. It's uh, it's coming up fast. So yeah, that's great. So how long ago did you actually write this? Um, I've been working on this for, uh, multiple years. Uh, I think it's coming in on like six or seven years when I first started it. Um, it really just started, actually started as a screenplay, just something I was just writing for myself. And then, um, I got very into reading, uh, romance novels and I wanted to sort of switch it over to that and started working on it off and on. Um, you know, it got put to the back burner for a little while and then, um, about two years ago, I was like, no, I'm going to finish this thing because um, I really care about it. And, uh, yeah, just really went through a push to get it finished and then uh, try and get some people to read it. So. Wow, that's fantastic. So congratulations. That's wonderful. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So how did you decide to write um, like a historical romance versus like a, a contemporary romance? Yeah, um, I actually really love history. Um, I am a pretty big history buff. Um, World War II uh, is a, that time period um, is a, a period that I really, really enjoy. Um, and just, you know, uh, telling queer uh, history, I feel like is something that we don't have a ton of. Um, there's some really great queer um, historians out there, but um you know, you don't see it as much uh, in a fictional setting, and I wanted to uh, contribute to that. And um, yeah, I just really enjoy history and wanted to make some characters and uh, bring a little piece of it to to life. Great. So, um, was it a difficult transition from, uh, you know, writing the screenplay and and transforming that into a novel? That, that part, actually, it didn't take too long to do that. Um, I, I think I sort of started writing the screenplay um, with the idea of it being a novel, um, and even if I didn't know it. So the actual, like, transfer 
of it um, happened pretty early on in the process. You know, I was only a couple, um, you know, I was maybe like 10 or 15 pages into it um, and sort of just gave me the first couple chapters there. So it was, it was actually really exciting. Um, when I started out, it went pretty, pretty fast. And then I was like, oh wait, I have to like finish the rest of this and like make sure it has the right structure for a novel and things like that. So um, the, the transfer was pretty easy. It was actually the completion of it that was a little more difficult. Okay. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> life, life happens and gets in the way for sure. Yeah, for sure. So um, what kind of research did you have to do um, for this piece? Yeah, I mean, because I live uh, in New York and, you know, I see all of these places that I was writing about in a, you know, contemporary setting like, you know, today. And um, it was really interesting, like everything that I wanted to write about, I had to make sure existed in the 40s. Yeah. Um, and th so there was a lot of research, but it was kind of as I was going and it was like, I really want this to be a thing. I hope that it actually was a thing. Um, so it was kind of like, as I went, just like little details, um, of making sure that, you know, things were accurate, um, as I went along. So there weren't, there wasn't anything that like I majorly had to research. Um, I don't think, I think it was just like little details about, you know, um, places, uh, and what form that they were in, in the 1940s and, you know, like, um, just the little details of things, which was a really, which was really fun, um, to make sure that I had all of that right. And um, it's a lot more difficult than I had imagined to try and find things online. So. Oh, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> did you, did you end up like actually going to the a physical library? No, I didn't actually, I did find everything um, eventually, but it was a lot of like roundabout, like, you know, trying to find things out about shops and like, you know, manufacturing in world war two and like uh, making sure that was accurate and like, um, like one of the details was like, when did they start having games at night at Yankee stadium? Um, you know, like when did they actually have the lighting for that and making sure that that was an accurate thing that fit into the story? It was like those little things. Um, so yeah. So you really made this like really authentic, right? It sounds like it. Uh, I tried to, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some history buff that will read it out there and I've got something wrong in there, but, um, yeah, I tried to, I tried to make it, you know. As, as true to form as possible. So Okay. All right. That's awesome. That's really great. That's, uh, it's, I guess it can be a little tedious too when things aren't like small details aren't that available. You know, you really have to yeah. uh, do some digging around. Um, yeah. It was interesting. It was about New York itself uh -huh. um, and letting the characters, you know, have their own spotlight versus like making sure I had every detail about New York in there. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. Really? So you said you're publishing with Bold Strokes, is that right? Yeah. Okay. And how did you get connected with them? I, so when I had finally finished it, um, I was like planning out, you know, who I was going to try and send it into because um, I was sending it in cold. Um, and I am a huge fan of Bold Strokes books, like so many other authors, you know, I'm uh, like a big reader of lesbian romance and um so I sort of saved them for last thinking like oh they'll never take it because um, it's like the big game um and I finally I sent it in and um they decided to publish it so um yeah sent it in cold but um got chosen to, to have it published and I am so excited about that it's amazing to be amongst some really great authors so that's so cool that's that's great. Like if you, you know, uh, kind of 
you know, or like fangirl of yeah. <laughs> the hardcore, authors. hardcore fangirling. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for you. That's really great. So, um, uh, did any other publisher pick it up before Bold Strokes, or did you have to let no, let anybody good. down? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just them. So, oh, cool. Um, okay. Yeah, it was kind of, uh, for me at least, like reaching for the stars a little bit, and it happened, so I was really grateful for it. Wow, that's wonderful. So, um, are you are you currently working on an, another novel? I am. Um, that one's hopefully not going quite as slow as this one did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to commit more time to writing that, um, but yeah. I am working on one now that's, um, it actually is more contemporary. Oh, okay. So, uh, is it a romance? Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, this one uh, is going to have a non-binary character um, okay. in it, so um, I'm not sure that it completely classifies as a lesbian romance novel, but a queer romance. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. And um, so, when you like, did you start writing that one uh, before you heard about um, uh, Late City Summer being published, or did you start that after that? Uh... Yeah, I did. I did start it before. Um, just I had, you know, I'd finished uh, Late City and uh, really wanted to start on something new to like, you know, because I was really in a, a zone of um, of writing and trying to, you know, do more creative work. Yeah. Um, and I've been working on it since then. So great. Can't waste been... that creativity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm happy with that so far. Great. So. Great. And how's that going for you? Oh, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, you know, life uh, obviously is um, uh, busy as usual. Um, mm-hmm. So just trying to find that time to commit to it. And I also, I'm also a filmmaker. Um, so I've been doing some actual film projects and screenwriting, things like that too. So it's trying to balance all of it. Wow, that's great. So you have this whole creative streak too. Yeah, <laughs> I try to. So um, are you working on a, another screenplay? Um, I actually, I don't have a screenplay at the moment. I just finished directing a short film um, that I'm submitting to film festivals. Um, so that I actually wrote um, and directed uh, as well. So that's the last like film thing that I've done any like writing or directing on. Um, and actually, since I finished this short film project, um, I'm trying to really focus on this next novel. Next is a, the next creative thing. So, Okay. Do you want to put a plug in for your short film? Yeah, um, it's called Starters. Um, it's a short film uh, about a high schooler who is uh, juggling taking care of family responsibilities and uh, her relationship with her grandfather and trying to come out to him. At the same time, she's trying to um, ask her crush to prom. Aww. Yeah, so it's a little feel-good uh, short film. It's uh, We've got a page on Instagram under uh, Starters Film. Um, it's also on Facebook, Starters Film, and um, yeah, we're trying to get into some film festivals right now. So the whole thing is not online, but there's a there's a trailer on there right now. So oh, cool! We'll be in a film festival soon. Oh, well, good luck with that. That's exciting. Yeah. Thank you. That's really great. Huh. Very cool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like you're um, you're writing screenplays. You're writing short films um so are there any other forms of writing that uh you're engaged in 
Um, I have dabbled in fanfic. Um, I'm okay. a huge fan of Wine on Earp. Um, and there's a huge, um, amazing fan base there. Um, and fanfic. Um, they've got their own, um, fan fiction addiction podcast, which uh, is really cool. And they're always recommending fanfic there. And I've um, done some stuff there and wrote a couple pieces of fanfic. But um, yeah. That's, I guess that's the other like thing that I love to do. So tell us how that works. A lot of people talk about writing fanfic. How, how does yeah. that? Yeah, what's that about, and how does that work? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm a little lucky, or a little, uh, um, uh, yeah, lucky that um, I really enjoy like a, two canon characters from Wine on Earth. It's way hot. Um, so Nicole Hot and Waverly Earp. Um, you know, they're together on the show. Um, and so, you know, it's just fun to create these worlds and, like, these different versions um, of their character or, you know, sticking within the, like, canon universe of Wynonna Earp. And, um, yeah, it's just, like, creating these short stories. Some of them are uh, multiple chapters um, that people have posted. Um, and there's just, there's so much talent out there for it. So it's, like, really using these characters that you already know and, it's a, it's a great character exercise, I would say. Like, you know, you're shifting um, these personalities that you see on television into, you know, this this whole other world. Um, they're putting them in new circumstances and really just using your imagination. Um, and it's, it's just a really fun time. That's really great. Yeah, I'm out of the loop. I don't know why you don't Earp at all. Um. <laughs> you should definitely. Yeah? Well, pretty... is that, yeah? Is that the name of the show? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's on Sci-Fi Channel, so it's um, it's uh, yeah, science fictiony. There's demons. There's queer people being represented uh, in a really positive way. Um, it's funny. It's it's my favorite thing ever. Wow, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah, I've never even heard of it. I'm uh, I'm I'm a fan of British uh, British uh, like uh, crime shows. So okay, yeah. Cool. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's definitely um very American and very uh kind of out there and um all of the best ways. So I would mm -hmm. highly recommend it. Great. Well, I will definitely check it out. Um Yeah. So <laughs> great. Um and so when you write fanfic, it's on some random website uh related to fanfic or related to Winona Earp and you just mm -hmm. kind of make up different stories about the characters that are um in the show yeah um it's um i always post on archive of our own i know there's a, a couple others like Wattapad and things like that but i think archive of our own is the biggest for fanfic um and you know it's all user generated um and um uh um controlled uh, user controlled um missing the word that i'm trying to find okay uh, but yeah, um, so it's, you know, you just write mm -hmm. it, you can throw it up there, add the tags, and then there's a huge Twitter presence, particularly for Winona Earp uh, fan fiction. I'm sure for other fandoms as well um, that I haven't quite gotten into, um, but a lot of fans out there and they, you know, share each other's work and it's a big community and it's, it's really cool. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, wonderful. So yeah. how many hours a day do you actually devote to writing? <laughs> I wish I did write every day. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, if I do, like, I um, I try to write in the morning, um, you know, when I wake up, because I, I um, have a job early in the morning, um, and then when I come home, I try to do some writing or, you know, right before bed. Um, 
as I'm sitting in bed trying to just like, I feel like sometimes when you're the most tired, you just get rid of your inhibitions and just write it down, even if it's trash and you can make it better later, but you get those, um, those really good nuggets of creativity out there. Um, sometimes when you're exhausted. Um, so I find that it's harder in the middle of the day when I'm trying to do other things to like sit down and do it as opposed to, um, at the ends of the day, uh, when you can just stop caring and be creative. Yeah. So. That's nice. Yeah. It is difficult to fit in when you have, uh, I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of gigs going on at once. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I imagine it is hard to just kind of sit down and, and focus, you know? Yeah. A little bit. So yeah. I wish I could do better at that. It is something that I'm working on, like setting time aside because, you know, if you don't have it on your calendar, it gets pushed aside. And I feel like it's something that's really important to me and um, trying to make time for it, even if it is a, a fun thing that I enjoy and a creative outlet, you know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's important to give it the time that it needs. So. Absolutely. And, and someone made a statement to me that just totally made sense. It's, uh, you know, if you want to call yourself a writer, you got to write. So, you, write. you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Absolutely. it's kind of a no brainer, right? Yeah. So, so what is, what would you say, like you're engaged in all these artistic processes, right? What would you say is the most difficult thing about your own artistic process? I think sometimes I have trouble trusting that I know the characters that I'm building. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have a lot of doubt, um, in the middle of it. Like I, I feel like it always turns out pretty well that I know the characters, but that's always my focus is to make sure that I know them because if you know the character well enough, you can sort of put them in any circumstance um, to create, you know, that tension or that drama that you need for a, a good story. Kind of predict um, their behavior. Yeah. So I think, I don't, I don't know if it's the most difficult, I guess it, it's maybe the most difficult for, thing for me because I spend the most time on it is just really like figuring out that character before I do anything with them so you do a lot of a character development before you even start your your story i really do try to yeah <laughs> okay do you actually write um, so it down I, or is it all in your head i do write it down um i mean maybe the then i guess maybe that's not the most difficult thing maybe the most difficult thing is actually like figuring out what to do with the characters um, cause like I do spend so much time, you know, figuring out who they are and how they would react to things that like, you know, you, you gotta put them out there and you gotta like figure out how to get them to their, usually in my case, to their happy ending. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, so what does literary success look like to you? <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, I just, I love writing. Um, so I think that success is being able to do that whenever I want. Um, and like being able to support myself, I guess, financially enough to be able to set aside the time to, to write and like to use it, um, to use it well. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's like success would just be writing whenever I want and being able to do this kind of stuff mm -hmm. a lot. So. Okay. So, um, I mean, it, it does sound like you're 
really engaged in this creative world do you like do other things do you have like um other jobs or another job that kind of supports you and allows you to do these creative things yeah i um i actually work at a film school here in new york city um i work in the graduate film department so it's all related to filmmaking which is nice um and i do a lot of freelance video editing and um things like that so i do feel really lucky that like everything that i do right now is in some way creative Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's Um, nice that's really nice it all ties together Yeah. yeah exactly yeah that's wonderful so um you said you're you're an avid reader, right? Yeah. So if you had to choose, this is another tough one. I think this is a tough question. Uh, <laughs> what would you say is your all-time favorite novel? Yeah. Um, tough one. I think it's between, yeah, I think it's between two. Um, I mean, I love to inhale romance novels. And, like, you know, um, I definitely have my favorites there um that i can just read over and over again and like you know get those feels every time the characters are almost together and when they get their happy ending but um i think maybe there's two that have been the most influential to me or that have like changed me um in some way and um the first one sort of queer canon um is stone butch blues okay uh by leslie feinberg um i remember when i read that just like coming into my own identity, um, in terms of gender, um, was super influential. Um, even though it's a, you know, it's a very tough uh, read. I think that it's um, a very important read, um, and just really shaped, um, I guess how I identify and how I see the world. Um, and also my, my favorite, um, my, like, I, I think it was one of the first novels that I read that had a, um, queer romance to it um it's actually called firefly by whitney hamilton okay um it's not i'm not sure exactly i I haven't gauged how well known it is um but she's a filmmaker who actually um lives here in new york filmmaker playwright um who i've met and um she actually made the the book into a feature film um and i followed her for over a decade i'm just really inspired by her work and I just, I don't even remember how I found the novel, but, um, it's set during the civil war. Um, and it's this pretty sweeping romance, um, that is just really beautiful. Um, and it was like the first one that I, before I had even come out that I had the paperback copy and whenever somebody was nearby, I wouldn't let them see what I was reading. Um, cause it was queer and I wasn't out yet. So, um, it's so really special place. That, that sounds great. So, and she made it into a movie. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's a feature now and she's done a couple like short versions of it so she's um very invested in the film so she stars in it as well so oh great um, yeah wow that sounds great yeah i i it sounds familiar but i really like i'm not like pulling any images up from it so um yeah i believe it's called uh i can't believe that i'm the title of the film is escaping i believe it's called union um the name of the film she changed the name um but the the novel is called firefly okay yeah Yeah. i'll look for that great yeah great so the uh stone butch blues is really you know that's that's a classic Mm -hmm. um well known do you think that that kind of shaped uh your decision to write a little bit yeah, I mean, it's it's a big reason that um, I wrote 
a historical romance first, I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, because it's the majority of it's set in the 50s and 60s in that tumultuous time in queer history where, you know, there were a lot of really brave people, um, you know, who shaped the things that we have today. Yeah. Um, so that was really influential. And I know that Late City Summer set a little bit before that. And um, in the epilogue of the film, there's a, a scene closer to like uh, 1969 um, and everything that happened. So it was definitely there was some inspiration there and just, um, you know, trying to tell stories of uh, people who are really brave in the past. Um, and I think that's a really big part of, you know, Stone Butch Blues and Leslie Feinberg, just a hero. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Great. Have you yeah. ever met her? No. <laughs> okay. She passed away. So. Okay. But. Yeah. So so um, I take it you are not from New York. Not originally. Okay. Um, from Ohio. I've been in New York. It'll be which is kind of uh, a fun fact. Uh, the novel's coming out. Uh, almost the day that I moved to New York 10 years ago. So no way when the book comes out, so which is really fun. That is great. That is awesome. So an Ohio girl, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am, uh, also from Ohio. So that's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, are you, where are you from? Uh, close to Cincinnati. So, uh, Lebanon, I don't know. I, I've heard of it. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm right north of uh, Dayton. I went to the University of Dayton actually to school. Oh, so, yeah. A lot of my family's in Dayton. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was just there. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago, we were having our final wedding ceremony since we had to do three of them because of the pandemic. Oh. Um, I was there with my family. So. Great, great. I just met another. Uh, actually, I. I think she's a Bold Strokes books author who is a professor at, at UD. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, nice. small world, really. Yeah. 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 So, um, do you like to hear from your readers? Well, I don't really have any yet. I mean, I have some fanfic. Yeah, fanfic uh, readers. That I'm on Twitter with, and I love hearing from them and, like, you know, supporting each other, um, which is really fun. So, I will say that yes, when I have some, uh, I would love to hear from them. Okay, so so how would our listeners get a hold of you? Because our listeners, uh, you know, they they like to contact uh, authors sometimes, and uh, I always like to, uh, you know, make that connection for them. Yeah, um, I am on Twitter. Um, I'm at jbears twenty two zero. I am also on Facebook. I'm still under my, uh, or no, I've changed over. We changed our last name. So it's Jeanette Bears and I'm trying to, um, switch everything over to that. So, um, if they search there and I have a, my website as well, which has a, a contact form on it too. So awesome. Yeah. Great. All right. So, um, we, uh, are really looking forward to late city summer. Um, your debut yeah, novel. That's exciting. Yeah. Really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So, uh, will you be? That's coming out in September. Do you have plans to go to to P Town to Women's Week? We're trying. Uh, we've got another trip planned around there, so I'm hoping that maybe I can uh, come up there for that. I've, you know, because I've been to P Town, but I've never been during Women's Week, so um, that's something I've always wanted to do. So, okay, that's fun. Um, we're gonna try to try to make it up there. Good, good. It's a fun time. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I know all about it, and I've read all of the Radcliffe P-Town series, and, oh. you know, everything that's set there, but um, never doing one this week, so. Okay, great, great. Well, hopefully maybe we'll see you up there. Um, yeah, absolutely. All right. So do you have any parting words for our uh, listeners today? I don't know. Um, I really hope that people uh, enjoy the, the novel. Um, and I can't wait to, to hear from everybody and try and get it to as many people as I can. Um, so that, you know, we can have a little bit of fun reading some queer history and have a happy ending um, in the process. Awesome. We love happy endings, right? absolutely so all right well that's all the time we have for today and uh thanks Jeanette for being with us we look forward to late city summer coming out um in September September 1st uh through bold strokes and then I imagine around September 15th everywhere else um so that's Jeanette Bears and uh late city summer and uh, I'm Anita Kelly, and thanks for joining. Let's talk about books, baby. And until next time, may your journey be lighthearted, peace be plenty, and be safe, folks. Bye-bye.